0: Hey there, you're listening to Mad Chats with Black Girl, White I'm your host, Justine. And today's episode is a chatting episode. You know that time where we all get together after class and we stretch, sit, and talk about all things jujitsu and life. If you want to continue the conversation, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at gee underscore BJJ. And of course, go to my website, blackgirlwhitegee.com to find blog posts and other resources that I hope can help you on your BJJ martial arts and fitness journey. But without further ado, Let's get into the episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode. And today, um, this episode is inspired by one of my training partners who was asking me about, you know, what are some things that I wish I knew before starting jujitsu, And I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, and... Jiu-jitsu has been an interesting experience for me just because it's not like it is like most things that you do in order to improve and get better but it isn't just because like I feel that like for example let's think of a good example let's say swimming just because I'm you know I've been swimming my whole life and you know, there is kind of this progression that happens. It's like you go from maybe not knowing how to swim to being able to do basic floating to what's another thing to doing basic strokes, like, you know, learning how to move your arms and legs to that fine tuning of like competitive swimming where you learn how to move your arms or you know how to to do the strokes where you could um, move for speed. And, I feel that jujitsu has this kind of linear progression, but it's not like this upward linear. Like if you think of like a, a a line graph where it just goes up, up and up and up, it's more so of this, like, like the squiggly line where you're like, you you squiggle and then it goes down a little bit and it goes up. It's almost like, like a a stocks graph. Like if you guys have stocks or, um, if you ever seen, like if you have any, like, um, I'm not a finance person. I'm sorry. If you, if there are any finance people listening to this, please don't judge me on my lack of, um, finance terminology. And this is kind of sad because I took finance for my master's degree, but in any event, like you don't have to be good at everything. Right. Um, so it's just like, you think about it like a stock graph, like it's not going to go, it's going to go up, but it's not going to go up in a straight line. So, um, That being said, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that, um, I wish I knew before starting jujitsu because I feel that it would have made, um, my growth in jujitsu a little bit easier and all the heartache that I had and all the, um, you know, all the times where I've cried literally in class, partially because it was my period and I was emotional, but also because, you know, you just feel like frustrated, (laughs) sorry, I'm just thinking about like those embarrassing times where I literally cried in the corner. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about this, a couple of things that I wish I knew. Um, the first thing about jujitsu is that it's not like it's going to the gym where you kind of are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to go lift a couple of weights and, you know, do my routine. It's, Yes, you're getting a workout in. Yes, you're obviously doing something physical, but it's not like a physical workout. You're it's mental. It's, you know, digging deep. It's understanding how your body moves in order to to get that stuff together. So, um I think holy moly. Sorry. Um I think that one of the things that kind of threw me off in the beginning was like, you know, especially when I started, I was super into fitness. And I was, you know, I was a Zumba instructor. And because I was in the gym a lot, I was lifting. And jujitsu was just a supplement to my lifting. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to get my reps in at the gym. Actually, now that I think about it, you are getting your reps in, but it's more mental. It's a mental physical. It's like a whole body experience as opposed to just you going to the gym, working out, and then leaving. Um, The second thing that I um, I wish I knew earlier was it's not really just about showing up. You can't, yeah, you get credit when you, you know, if your your instructor does attendance, like in the Henzo system, they have like these cards. So my, so my coach does like this, um, like he has like these attendance cards and then he puts like a, a D on it. I made like a stupid joke the other day just because I'm slightly inappropriate, but we, <laughs> I am I have a tendency to be a dumbass, but like if, you know, if you guys know me personally, you know that I'm silly sometimes. But in any event, um, you know, I think a lot of us have the tendency to say, okay, I'm just going to go to go, which is also great to do because it's like sometimes you don't want to go, but it's like, okay, let me just show up, do something and then go home and just do it because I did it. Here's where the problem lies. For me personally, like <clears throat> in Shanghai, when I um like I was going to the gym, I was a blue belt and I I wanted to get my purple belt really bad and I was mostly training in the mornings and uh one of one of my coaches had mentioned to the other coach like, "Oh, well, Jessica doesn't show up to train often and, you know, she wants her purple belt, but she doesn't train and it's just like what the hell, man, I train every morning. What do you mean? like you're saying that I don't train, and I am training, so when I heard that, I started going like twice a day, so I would go in the morning and then I would um you know go to work, do what I need to do, and then um come back at night and train again and sometimes it like in those cases, it's counterproductive to go train that much because like maybe one if you're beating up your body often like if you're doing hard rolls in the morning and then coming back and doing more hard rolls your body's going to take a lot of wear and tear two sometimes it'll be the same move like if it's especially if like in, in my case the the coach that was there in the morning would teach at night too with the addition of that other coach that thought that I wasn't training enough and he was like, oh, hey, Jess, we're, we're basically doing the same thing what we did this morning. And it's like, okay, whatever. No, I'm here. Just to be like, hey, I'm here. Look, you can't say that I'm not here. It just got to be a problem where it was just like, again, I wasn't doing stuff outside of what we were doing in class. Um, I was starting to have a hindrance to my social life where my friends were like, hey, do you want to do this thing? And I'm like, no, no, I have to go train. I have to go train where they stopped inviting me to stuff because, yeah, I had to go train. And it gets to be a lot. So I think in that lesson is basically going to practice with intention, like making sure that you're like you're like, okay, I want to land the move of the day, or oh, I've been working on this when we do positional sparring, I want to make sure that I I'm good at this move or that move. So the next thing that I wish I kind of learned early on. Or what well, I should be better about about learning now is that your ego is kind of your enemy when it comes to jujitsu and when you tap you're learning. So what do I mean by that? <clears throat> so I kind of was fortunate and unfortunate in the respect that, you know, in my gyms, like I was, you know, maybe one of two girls or one of three girls and you know, in my um my first "Quote unquote real jujitsu gym um I was the first female blue belt there and I was like yeah and I got it pretty quick like I got my blue belt in under almost I think yeah under a year and it was like so yeah that basically stuck to me and even up to now where I'm just like I think about the time that I put into jujitsu and I say time in the respect that like I've been actively training jujitsu for let's say eight years, but I've been involved in jujitsu for almost 11 years. I mean, there has been times where I've been very intentional about what I've been doing and like positions I want to work on and submissions that I want to be better at. But basically I want to say that there are a lot of factors that go into jujitsu where it's not only about like the time you put in, or if you go to the gym 50 billion times, um, it's about, you know, athleticism and all these other factors that go into it. So your ego needs to be put in check because if you don't put your own ego in check, someone will put your ego in check for you. Be it through a tap, be it through like, you know, learning a new way of doing things and so on and so forth. Yeah. I know I talked a lot in that respect. I I went off on a tangent, but yeah, basically ignore your ego and just go with the learning and the flow. Um, and also when you tap, you're learning how to get out of the position so you don't have to tap again. All right. Um, <laughs> the next thing is that, um, especially this goes with my, you know, my youthful boy crazy side, especially when I started, I was like super boy crazy. And I was like, oh my God, there's dudes on the mat. Da, da, da. But, um, yeah, so this, this, some things I wish I, I knew before was just like although although there might be like attractive men on your, in your gym, they're off limits. Like, um, and that goes to like, I, I've written a couple of articles about, you know, the good and bad of the ugly of dating people that you train with. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, I've never dated anyone that I trained with. I, Another story for another day. I'm going to put it out there. Maybe like if I make a, a Patreon, I'll, I'll tell this story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I would get, inf- I wouldn't say infatuated, but like you kind of see a hot guy that you train with and you're like, damn, I wish he could be my boyfriend. And then it gets to be nuts. So you're just like kind of, <laughs> you kind of get distracted by that fact and you get a little bit jealous obviously now I'm mature and like there are dudes that I train with that are very very attractive but you know it's just like first like they're attractive like physically but I'm not attracted to them in a like sexual or like yeah I guess like a sexual relationship manner just because that we're training partners usually these guys are like my boys so yeah I'm not I wouldn't go there but yeah like I just wish that instead of like looking at these dudes when I was younger, I would just be focused on jujitsu and not get jealous when like another girl and they're like helping another girl. That makes me sound like a crazy person, but I was young. Like let me be real. Like I was a young person. But yeah. Dudes that you train with are off limits. And then the last thing that um you know I kinda wish that I learned before was the fact that there are going to be good days and there's gonna be bad days and there's gonna be days where you come to, into the gym, you kind of feel like, oh man, my body hurts and, you know, everything sucks and blah, blah, blah. But then you have a good training day and, you know, you land the moves, your, your coach is like, hey, that was a good move, way to go, blah, 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 be smart about this, that and the next. And it goes well and there's some days where you feel like, yeah, you know, I feel my body doesn't hurt today and then you do something and then going back to your ego, your ego's bruised because, you know, you did something stupid or messed up a move and yeah it it really does uh, goes up and down and it's just part of the ebbs and flows of brazilian jiu-jitsu so but anyway i mean these are just a few things that i kind of stood out to me in terms of like when i was thinking about the things i wish i knew before i started jiu-jitsu um my question for you guys today is what are some of the things that you wish you learned before starting brazilian jiu-jitsu as usual, please, um, let me know on my Instagram, which is at black underscore bkj. Um, and in addition, guys, if you have any topics that, you know, you're really passionate about that you want to hear spoken about on this podcast, or if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, I'm always open for guests and to have a conversation because this is a Matt chat. So, you know, I would love to be chatting with people. So. In any event, have a great day. Um, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Again, if you want to continue the conversation, please follow me on Instagram at blackgirlwhitegeat underscore And don't forget... Please like and subscribe to Matt Chats with Black Girl White Guy. I've been Jesse, and I'll see you next time. Bye.